Hello, everyone, and welcome to Toller Prize Was Always Cool, a podcast with a dark secret. And Molly, I do not, yeah? I need what? to talk to you because oh, okay. I have some worry that I think Luke may in fact be the devil. Oh. If not the devil, uh, definitely involved in serious posting crimes in the first degree. Oh, you don't think he murdered his parents? Okay. No. Okay, I thought I wasn't sure which bit we were gonna do. It was mostly the yeah, I just didn't want to say that Luke murdered his parents. <laughs> He'd be right to. Yeah. Also right, anyway. the, because <laughs> <laughs> Your friend in mind, Molly. <laughs> Hi, Luke, are you're here? Ah fuck, he did die. How long has it been since I was gone? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, two minutes. Oh, strange. It was like, it was longer. Actually, I want you to put out that cigarette. Then I want you to fix me a Sorry. cocktail. I'm dressed like a World War One yeah. fighter pilot now, and I need to drink. <laughs> and then I need Hello, to fuck I'm my Amelia wife. Earhart. <laughs> God, what a king. <laughs> Uh, everybody forgot that the fucking cinema happens in this show. You <laughs> tell me that's not the fucking cinema. You know, there's 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 a few little twinkles of cinema still in that in there. Yeah, in these peaks. Yeah. I yeah, I was not really uh super into the last episode. Yeah. I'm back on board, baby. <laughs> I am having a lot of fun with these. I'm having a different kind of fun than I was before, but it's just as good. It's just as good. Yeah. At, at, we, we are at the point now, if you're still having fun, you're going to, you're not, season two is not going to turn you off. Good, because this is, this is groundbreaking television. We're not at, like, what people consider the nadir, but we're close enough to it that, yeah, if, you, if, if you're disagreeing now, you're not going to, you might be like, well, that part was bad, but who cares? <laughs> I say that a lot about a lot of things. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I said that about Fate Stay Night, and I think that thing's fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, what have I been doing this week? Uh, well, it was a uh, friend of the show, girlfriend of me, Chelsea's birthday. So happy birthday, Chelsea! Happy birthday, Chelsea! Happy birthday, Chelsea! Uh, so I took her out. We went to uh, a fondue place because neither of us did that before, and we're like, yeah, sure, Ooh. that'll be fun. Uh, yeah. Little expensive for just a pot of melted cheese and some breads and meats, but you know, yeah, it was a fun time. Yeah. Turns out when you just melt a bunch of chocolate in a bowl and just stick it in there, pretty good. Yeah, yeah chocolate's good. Pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Uh huh. Don't mind if I fondue. There, okay. Well, 
we did feel really bad because uh, at the start, like the fr- like the appetizer course was the cheese stuff, and uh, the like waitress came out and like you know the pot's been like heating up on the burner on the table, and then she just comes out with like a bowl of shredded cheese and like some other ingredients. She's like, "All right, I'm gonna mix up your." You're dipping cheese here. Let's just uh, pour some in here, and I'll start stirring it to get it melted. And, like, our burner wasn't working that well or something. (laughs) So it was not heating up very fast, and she just had to stand there trying to get it to melt for way too long. (laughs) And me and Chelsea were like, oh, God. Oh, no. This is this sucks. (laughs) She's like, yeah, oh, it's going to. Gonna start melting any minute now. We're like, yeah, yeah, I'll bet it will. <laughs> it was so. I felt so bad I would, for her. I would die. Yeah. Would die on the spot in either position. If I'm this lady, I'm dead. If I'm you, I'm dead. Yep. <laughs> it's just this constant ting, ting, ting of like the fork hitting the side of the bowl and nothing's happening. As she, come on now. Uh huh. This cheese is gonna melt on account of it is on heat, and that's what cheese does. But yeah, that was fun. Um, what else? Uh, what else have I done this week? Oh, I got fucking persecuted on Twitter.com. Oh, I was gonna bring it up. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, no, I just expressed some opinions. I put out my my own little uh, stall out in the marketplace of ideas, and yet you know, now I've, I've been canceled now. Cancel culture has come for me. Yep. Just because I said yeah. cinnamon buns are bad. And you deserve to be canceled they're for They're not it. a good dessert or breakfast pastry. No, they're great breakfast pastry. No, they're bad. They're n- I've never had one that's good. Um, we, we just have to find you a that good one. That seems like a you the problem. The best I've ever gotten to is fine. They're fucking... They're the... The dough's no good. It's like too sweet. It's weirdly dry. There's not a good cinnamon bun. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. People, people have a lot of fucking thoughts on how much I. Okay, let's see. What's uh, this? I think they mostly had the one thought, which was fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I've got. <laughs> 43 replies on that tweet today. A lot, yeah. lot of people not ready to hear the truth about cinnamon buns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. That's all I got. I'll be doing a, a speaking circuit on college campuses. <laughs> <laughs> About how you're not allowed to speak on college campuses. Yeah, exactly, exactly. About how the fucking woke left is trying to silence me. Why would they work so hard to silence me if I wasn't telling the truth? Well, uh, I think you'll find that the thing is nobody's trying to silence you. I just told you to shut the fuck up. (laughs) There's a a kind of a difference between those two things. Nobody's trying to remove your ability to post. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's exactly what I'd expect you to say. Yeah. Good thing that when Elon Musk has bought Twitter... <laughs> yeah, he'll get my back. <laughs> we won't run into this problem anymore. <laughs> Maybe I can get him to give me a million-dollar grant to make good cinnamon buns. Maybe. Maybe. He's, what if he sees that post and he's like, like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> he's just out here tweeting like, listen, I've, I've got like... If you give me the plan for per- good cinnamon buns... <laughs> <laughs> you just me yeah, the point-by-point point yeah. plan... 
then I'll I'll give you the like point you know like the one point five billion yeah, yeah. that you uh-huh. need. What a fucking stupid dude. <laughs> what the... Just one of the absolute just dumbest people. Yeah, it's a real shame that he has enough money that we have to know about him. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a shame that his parents had slaves. Yeah. Yeah. This feels like a jokey thing we said, but no, it really is not good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, Luke, did you do anything else? No, I already said no. All right, Ashley. Um, so I also haven't done a lot. I've you know been working, and uh, I just last night I, I randomly started playing uh, Spelunky Two and Enter the Gungeon. <laughs> okay, okay, just kind of on a little roguelike kick. I was just kind of yeah, I was just kind of like on like a Xbox Game Pass, having trouble finding things to like concentrate yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they were like, oh, here's a bunch of roguelike games. I was like, yeah, that seems like something I'd, you know, I like roguelikes. Yeah. I downloaded them, and yeah, I like them. <laughs> yeah. They're fun enough. I, yeah, I, I, I've played Splunky 2 before, and it's basically the same as Splunky mm-hmm. 1, <laughs> but for some reason doesn't hold my attention as much. Yeah, well, it's because you've already played Spelunky One. I feel like I've heard that opinion a lot. Like, yeah, it's kind of the same game again, but it's not. I don't think it's as good, but I couldn't tell you why. Yeah, like they they introduce like some new enemies that I think are mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, at least like early on in the uh, the game, where it's like, all right, I'm just like just starting out, but wow, this new enemy that you put in here. Just can really give me give me the business, uh-huh. uh in a way that I don't appreciate. <laughs> um, I I played like a run of Into the Gun before, but I I like it. Uh, and just yeah, like having it on. Uh, like my TV with my controller does definitely does make it uh fun. Yeah. You know, I was going to say that I didn't like Enter the Gungeon, but I didn't play Enter the Gungeon. I played Nuclear Throne. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should try Enter yeah. the Gungeon. That's a different game. It's a different game. Yeah. yeah. The, the the bit with Enter the Gungeon is that there's like over 200 guns. Yeah. I love that for me. It's a Borderlands. <laughs> yeah. I did also like uh, that they made a sequel called Exit the Gungeon. That's just a good bit. That's a good bit. Yeah. Um, and I, I like the, like, dumb lore that they have of what's in the center of the Gungeon. Uh-huh. Uh, which is a gun that can kill someone from your past. Oh, shit. It's pretty tight. Which, yeah, does seem ex- extremely loop Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I gotta say, you know, most guns will do that. So yeah, it depends on how far back you in, could... their, in your past they are. I wouldn't need a gun for that, then, would I? Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, j- just because it, it, all the characters you can choose are like, you like must have something like something real bad happened in your uh-huh. life. Um, I played a bit of the single player for WWE 2K22, which was just like it's a better than usual one of those, which still doesn't mean it's great. Uh-huh. But better than usual one of those means it might be passable. <laughs> yes, maybe um, if you're generous. 
I appreciate, like, they have fake Twitter on there, and I appreciate that they keep, uh, there are some, you know, wrestlers who are dedicated posters. Uh-huh. That's good. And they, they keep that up on their fake Twitter. Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah. Like, there's one guy who just is always all caps and always refers to himself in the third person. Uh-huh. And they keep that up on their fake social media. Okay. They they programmed the Twitter gimmicks. Yes. Um, but the only other big thing I did, I also did with Molly, so. Yeah, we watched a movie. Oh, okay. Yes. What, what movie did you watch? Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Oh, yeah, that one. I like that one. Yeah, it was good. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I cried again. I cried so much, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's an emotional film. Yeah, I heard you like start sniffling like halfway through. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's over for me. <laughs> and you like 20 minutes in, we're like, oh fuck. <laughs> it's good. The theme the themes were presented to me on the table. Right. And I said, oh no, there's still two hours of this movie left. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like we can't we can't keep exploring this. I'm gonna die. Yeah, no, we can't. We can't do it. We can't. I'm gonna be dehydrated. What do you mean it's only just now <laughs> getting to part two? Oh no! No, fuck me. <laughs> really long part one. Yeah. Is that technically a uh, late title card? No. No. Okay. It's not a title card. Not a title. I mean, yeah, they're chapter headings. Objectively, it is not a title card. That's true. I think we should just have more late title cards in movies. It's got an ending title card. Yeah. Is that, I always appreciate an ending title card. Yeah. Just remind me what that movie was called so I don't forget. Don't forget. Yeah. Tell your friends. <laughs> it's a great, right, right. The title was the first thing I heard. By the end of the movie, I've probably forgotten it. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Why do you think I fuck uh, up this bit with the episode titles every episode? Yeah. Because <laughs> you don't put it in the fucking show. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just not in there. Right, if it ended, if you saw Laura Palmer's face and, like, over it was just, by the way, this was episode whatever. <laughs> episode 18 slash episode 19 slash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Season 2, episode 12, The Black Widow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, so yeah, uh, Ashley, are you done then? Uh, uh, yeah, I went to the movies. Uh, I think last time we recorded was, was that on Friday? Yeah. Okay, so I already went to the to the baseball game in that case. You did go to the baseball game. I talked about the baseball game. Um, that was still a lot of fun. Uh, and then watching baseball. Uh-huh. Um... And I am also just looking at all the things in my apartment like, what do I do? Yeah. What do I do with my life now? Right. Because I finished all the games I was playing. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'm like, I, 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 I'm so lost. I mean, I could recommend you some games. I'm not going to buy them, though. <laughs> what can I do with the things I already have? Oh, okay, well. Is really the question I'm asking. All right, that's fair, I suppose. <laughs> I'm not purchasing video game. If I was going to purchase a video game at this exact moment, it would probably be Final Fantasy Origin. 
Oh, sure, yeah. Stranger of Paradise. Stranger of Paradise, naturally, yeah, yeah. Yeah, naturally. Gotta kill chaos. I heard there's a lot of chaos in that game. A lot of chaos. <laughs> I, I want to get rid of it, so... I think it kind of uh, sounds like it's all right. Yeah, that's the thing. It kind of sounds like I would probably enjoy it. Yeah. I thought. I think I saw something that, like, the amount of polygons in, like, a bat enemy... Uh-huh. Yeah. ...is, like, way more than it, like... Some bosses are in some games. God. Yeah. And that's partly why, like, sometimes it runs like shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else did I do? Uh, my Yang from Ruby Nendo finally fucking showed up. Fuck yeah. A year after yeah. I purchased it. <laughs> Love to hear it. Uh, so I'm happy about that. Um, I stared at Game Pass longer than Ashley did and came up with nothing. Mm. Um, and then I looked at Xenoblade Chronicles 2 again for longer than I should have, uh-huh. honestly. Yeah, it seems like that one's calling to you. It, they're making a third one is the thing. Right. But I need to play the first one. Well. Do you? No, I do. I mean, you know. Don't have to. It's the one with Shulk. He says Monado a lot. He does say Monado. I don't know if he says it like that. No, no, <laughs> he doesn't. I don't know why that's how my friend was like, all right, do a silly British accent. That's not how that goes. That's not it. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but it wasn't what you were supposed to do. Nope. Uh so yeah. Um you know, I'm I'm considering a lot of things, and then I downloaded Fate Hollow Atraxia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. But I haven't loaded that up either. I just like downloaded it and I looked at it and I went, eh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm truly adrift, just in a sea of things I could do but don't want to do. Yeah. Uh, and I downloaded Prey because that's the journal updated video game for next month. Prey 2017. Uh, that's a pretty fun one. I've heard good things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like that game, but I also stopped playing it before the part where people say it gets bad. Yeah, you know, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably just finish yeah, it. Yeah, I uh, played it a lot of it like last year, and I'm like, man, I'm having so much fun with this game. And then there was just like a part where I'm like, and I'm done. Yeah. The game hasn't finished. It's not close to finishing, but I'm right, done. Right. <laughs> you know, that's okay. This one. That's how I play most games. Yeah, I mean, listen, it sure you, is. You go in, you build a staircase out of glue, you shoot some buttons with the dart gun. Uh, what else do you need? You hit every single thing in the... All right, all right, calm down. I still gotta play the video game. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know there's mimics. It's yeah, yeah, I mean, they also, they tell you, hey, there's mimics in this one in, like, the opening yeah. credits, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's pretty much what I'm doing. Okay. You guys want to talk about Twin Peaks? We can talk about some Twin Peaks. We can talk about some Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks, aka Ben Horn's descent into madness. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Getting deep in there now. Uh, as we Luke, said, what episode is this? Uh, this is episode twenty, aka episode nineteen. A.K.A. episode or season two, episode twelve. A.K.A. the Black Widow. Why is this called the Black Widow? Because Alana. Yeah, because the the lady who because the old man would get fucked to death. 
Oh! The lady whose pussy's haunted. It's not just her pussy. <laughs> no, yeah. I just always like to think about that comic panel. Uh-huh. <laughs> where the guy tells a woman that her pussy is haunted. Yeah. What about, like, if, if the... What about the Moon's Haunted comic, except... <laughs> <laughs> Pussy's Haunted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway, so we open on uh, Ben Horn's office. Bobby's coming in for a second crack at this. Uh, He's like, fuck, I didn't do blackmail last time. I fucked it up. <laughs> Luckily for him, Ben Horn has uh, destabilized way more since the last time he tried this a couple days ago. Uh, we, he mentioned last time that he had basically independently invented the concept of feng shui, and his version of it involves just stacking every piece of furniture in his office into a big pyramid. Uh, yes. It's, well, I think he thinks he built the Tower of Babel. Yeah, that might also be part of it. He's like, a tower's rising before you like a leviathan, Bobby. Yeah, where, Bobby. Where do you s- He also might have actually built the Tower of Babel. <laughs> <laughs> If the rest of this show was just having a scene with Ben, doing another scene, coming back to a scene with Ben where he's doing something else Uh that is completely off the wall, I would pretty much be satisfied. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's. It's like, Ben, where are you getting this stuff? Yeah, he's really going through it this time. He's he's having a rich person meltdown. (laughs) I want the next time, like, Bobby comes in, it's just like. Number two's office from the prisoner. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he got. And he's like, "Good, you're here, number eight. And he's like, "What?" He's like, "Excuse me." We've talked a lot about how much we like Ben, like his actor. He is so good at the thing he does, where he like takes a puff on his cigar and then like gestures with it. It's always good yeah. to see. Yeah, when he like waggles his cigar in someone's face. Really great yeah. at it. That's Truly a master of his craft. That's a skill. <laughs> Not everyone can do a cigar waggle that good. I know that apparently there's a lot of uh, film companies that are banning, like, smoking in them. Uh-huh, yeah. Like, in movies. And, you know, I get it at some sure. point. Sure. I, I understand it, but it's a mistake. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, the thing I remember is, like, with, like, the Batman... Uh, the guy who played the penguin, who I forgot his name, and he, they didn't need a famous skinny dude to play the penguin. <laughs> Colin Farrell? Yes, Colin Farrell. Oh, so they didn't let him use, like, a cigarette holder? They, yeah, they didn't let him, him use a cigar, and he's like, come on, dude. Yeah, dude. that's, listen, the penguin, the penguin's got, like... It's the fucking penguin! <laughs> yeah. He's got two things. He's got an umbrella and he smokes. That's it. <laughs> you cut him in half. Yeah, it and, and a monocle, I guess. Yeah, top hat, yeah. you know. Penguins. Penguins. Uh, but it just got me like thinking. I'm like, man, like who? We won't know who our next great cigar actor is. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a lost art. Like, listen, I understand you don't want to glorify smoking, make it look cool, but the problem is that it does look cool. It looks cool! <laughs> is that on film, smoking is super fucking it's cool. It's really cool to see. 
Lexi, Lexi is listening to this right now, just throwing shit out the wall. Boy, She's furious at me. you go for like a Marlboro right now? <laughs> no, that's what my dad smokes. No, okay. No, Camel no. no. Yeah, like, get off. Listen, it just, it makes the lighting look better if you can see the smoke trails. Like, it just does. Yeah, and it lets that's guys, true. like, I think Richard Primer is this guy's name, lets him gesture with a thing all the time. Yeah, it, it, yeah. One of the hardest things about acting is knowing what to do with your hands. Yeah. Yeah. And it also lets him randomly put it in his mouth so he can talk like this sometimes. Yes. Like, it's just, it's a great prop, and I like to see he's a master with it. Yeah, we, we see it later, but I really love uh, when he just places it on the fucking, like, model table he has. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Bobby's like, okay, well... I don't know what the fuck to do with any of this, but I am blackmailing you still, and I would like a job. And he's like, uh, you know what? Yeah, yeah, sure, whatever, kid. I like your jib. Ben Ben basically says, okay, first of all, you're not blackmailing me. Secondly, would you like to be my new crime boy? I'm in need of a crime boy. You're so fucking lucky, Bobby. My crime boy just quit on me. <laughs> I had a dedicated crime man. And since you like blackmailing, myself- your first job is going to be to try to blackmail him. <laughs> uh, so Bobby's like, yeah, okay, great, awesome, cool And he he gets, like, a camera in a bag and walks out of Ben's office door And as he does that, uh, Lana, the bride from last episode uh, Lana Milford now, I guess, runs screaming through the hall uh, Bobby's like, well, that's weird And just immediately fucks up because he breaks the strap on his bag he like gets it caught on a door handle and just drops the camera immediately. Oh, I see. It's because she's bad luck. Okay, I got oh, it. Oh, that's I didn't even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It's because. Oh yeah, because she also like looks at him briefly and she's like, "Hey." Yeah, she's running <laughs> just... screaming because a man she was just having sex with died. But she's like, "Oh hey, how you doing?" Ah! I thought that he had just dropped the camera. I I didn't notice the strap break. I thought he like snagged it on the yeah. door handle. But yeah, yeah. No, you're yeah, probably right. Yeah, he snags right. on anyway. the door handle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I see. So me- environmental storytelling. Yes. Meanwhile, uh, Cooper is looking for uh, his new home. Right, he's decided he really is going to buy a house in Twin Peaks. This is adorable, by the way. Yeah, uh, he's in the sheriff's department with a realtor, Irene, who's just like, okay, well, I've got these two different houses for you. And he's like, yeah, no, I like them both. Uh, gosh, I don't know. I'll flip a coin to see which one we go to first. And he flips the coin, and the, it gets all dramatic. Like it hits the plate of donuts. Yeah, the music swells like mysteriously, and the frame rate drops as it flips into the air. And the coin rolls over to a different folder labeled "Dead Dog Farm." <laughs> and he's like, "My God, what is this Dead Dog Farm? I must go there." And she's like, "Oh, I I thought I took this out." Yeah, he's like, Wait, um, what's the deal with it? Uh, well, it's sort of a puzzle of a property. It's, it's she says it's that been, he's like oh well I know which one I'm buying <laughs> yeah it's the farm upstate that everyone goes to that every dog goes to right. yeah yeah right yeah. Uh, I think you'll find that what it is actually is uh, this is like the the physical space that I would assume the White Lodge is but you know sure we call it the dead dog farm right she's I yeah, go ahead we get to uh, I'll I'll talk about it later when we get to more of. The other scene with Irene. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the White Lodge. That's so true. It's white now. That's true. It is white. 
but yeah, she's just like, oh, yeah, no one ever owns it very long. It's it's kind of, there's like a weird sense of foreboding and mystery surrounding it. He's like, and he's like oh, oh my like, God, Irene, can we please go right now? Enough. Can we please, please, right now, please? <laughs> Irene, I've been fired from the FBI for like two whole days. I need to solve a mystery. Please, God, please. <laughs> I'm Jones. <laughs> and she's like, okay, yeah, sure. Okay, fine. <laughs> Stop. Stop yeah. jumping. Also, you th- like, yeah, she's like, oh, I thought I took that. Like, you think you would take a dead dog farm? Why did you even prepare the file? Why did you even label it dead dog farm? Well, I assume she has had it in her office for a very long time, I guess. I would simply write a different name on the folder. It's called that's dead the dog official farm, name Luke. For it. Yeah. I'm just saying that's maybe not the most inviting name to a prospective buyer. What do you want me to tell you? It's called Dead Dog Farm. You want me to lie? Yeah. Yes. It's Dead Dog Farm. <laughs> it's where the dead dogs go. Uh, they do not go to heaven. They go here. Uh, out in the sheriff's lobby, we get a scene that ostensibly has Lucy in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest problem with this. Like, all of season two of Twin Peaks, frankly... Lucy's barely in this fucking show anymore. What are we doing here? Even when she's in a scene, she has, like, no dialogue. Mr. Frost, I have some problems. Yeah! You bastard Uh, motherfucker. Yeah, this scene does include Molly Shannon, though. (laughs) It sure does. (laughs) Where, like, yeah, like, me and Molly had the same thing. I was like, who the fuck is this? And I just looked them up. Uh Because, like, I know I know this person. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I did not look it up for fear of ruining something. That's fair. Uh, I but I, I should have figured that Judy care. Swain uh, would not be a recurring character. I was going to say, little Nikki's caseworker might not be the most pivotal character in the Twin Peaks canon. Look, you never fucking know. You never know. Oh, yeah. Listen, we didn't know it's last Twin time Peaks. that little Nikki was the devil. <laughs> Unless, of course, you saw we- that Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. Do you no, think we- that they made the Adam Sandler movie after Twin Peaks because of this? I... That's gotta be where the name of that movie comes from, right? Why else would you call that movie Little Nicky? That's what I'm saying. That's, yeah. Um, It's such a bizarre coincidence, if not. (laughs) It's so... We we could not have set ourselves up better. Yeah. I cannot wait for Big Nicky to show up in the return. (laughs) Uh, But yeah. If he's not murdered. Yeah. He's like the Hannibal Lecter in the Return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, um, go, go ahead, Ashley. But yeah, no, Molly Shannon, by the end of this decade, would be starring in Superstar. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Dick Tremaine is also here in perhaps his worst look yet. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think the cargo shorts and, like, wool line denim vest look real dorky. Uh, my man is rocking John Cena before John Cena is, okay? <laughs> He's mountaineering Don- John Cena. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Replace Dick Tremaine's actor with John Cena, actually. That might make an incredible show. Now, does he still try to do the mid-Atlantic accent? Yes. Okay, yes. great, yeah. <laughs> um, when he, like, it really hit me, uh, I don't like this outfit, when he is fixing the car... Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but then I went back to loving it when we see that little Nicky is wearing <laughs> an exact yes, replica. Yeah, little Nicky having a matching outfit is is pretty good. 
delightful. Uh, but yeah, they sit down to talk with little Nikki's caseworker, who explains that he's had a, a really rough life, especially for how young he is. Like, a lot of bad shit's happened to him. His, car- his parents were killed under mysterious circumstances, but the orphanage won't tell us what they are. Yeah, she just, like, goes, like, mysterious circumstances, and everyone's like, uh-huh. And she's like, no, I literally don't know. I literally don't know. And, uh, yeah, they're just looking through, like, oh, God, he's, like, bounced around a billion foster homes. Like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> Did Dick... We were saying he's, like, a big brother program thing. This practically feels like he's adopting this kid. Kind of. Or, or at least fostering they, him. Yeah, they are, they... They're playing loose and uh, loose with these rules yeah. in a way that makes me feel like they don't know what the Big Brother program is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All, but all at the same time, I would believe that Dick Tremaine would sign up to foster a child just to impress Lucy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it sounds stupid enough that he'd do it. Like, ah, oh, I need to show her that I'm good with kids. I know, I'll sign up for a huge emotional and financial burden. That'll show her. I'll sign up to have a fake kid. Yeah. Then once the real one's here, I can punt him. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I assumed even if he's just a big brother that he is quitting the day. What, oh, yeah, he's done yes. once the baby gets here. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's quitting yeah. as soon as Lucy decides to pick him over Andy. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, they kind of talk about that for a bit, and then Truman comes out of his office and uh, grabs Andy, because they got to go investigate a death at the Great Northern, because Dougie Milford has died uh he went to the the honeymoon suite with his new wife lana last night and now he's dead in the morning with a bunch of sex books in bed with him that's how i want to go out bro (laughs) that is how i am trying to fucking die (laughs) and you're gonna fucking die that's right and he's got like a briefcase full of like like sex toys it's just like props yeah yeah like and, like, all of, like, oh, he had the Kama Sutra. Right, yeah. Gasp and shock. <laughs> Can you imagine the kinkiness of not doing it missionary style? <laughs> oh, my God. They might they might have done it. <laughs> yeah. No. There was a moment at work today uh-huh. uh, where one of my coworkers uh, turned to me and said, have you watched this 365 Days thing on Netflix? And I was like, no, what is it? And my other coworker goes, yeah, it's like a Fifty Shades of Grey thing. And I'm like, excuse me? Uh, and she's like, I saw a girl get choked. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All uh-huh. right. Yeah. Sure. I was like, and that was scary. Okay. All right. I got it. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm like, oh, that's... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Damn, it must suck to be straight. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but fucking I don't know. Man. <laughs> um, fucking, I can never remember Mayor Milford's first name. It doesn't fucking matter. Mayor Milford comes into the room and he's he. There's only one of them now, so you yeah, don't need only to remember. One. That's true, and yet Dougie Milford's the one I remember. <laughs> I'm just such a fan of the secret history of Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the mayor is like in pieces because his brother is dead. He's like, oh, I was always mean to you, but I loved you anyway. I told you not to have sex. Ah, yeah. She killed my brother. 
And like, yeah, I feel like there there was definitely a story in like the tabloid news about this kind of shit. Oh yeah, in the nineties, absolutely. I feel like even if we grant that she fucked him to death, uh, that's exactly what he wanted. <laughs> it's exactly what he wanted. What, you think he was signing up with a 22-year-old to not get boned out? Right. Listen, he was an old man. He had a full life full of lots of wives. Yeah, listen, he, he went out doing what all of us love. It was about as happy of a death as death can be, man. <laughs> just let him have it. And honestly, it, it sounds like you're just jealous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Hawk and Anvil, go ahead. It is extremely funny that, like, the younger brother is the like the guy who's like, yeah, he looks like, I don't know, 60. Right. <laughs> uh, is the one who dies and not the guy who looks like 85. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, Truman and Andy escort him away, and Hawk's just like, this seems like as good a time as any to hit on the widow. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had a girl, well, Hawk. That was, listen, that was weeks ago. Things change. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, oh, God, I'm cursed. It's, it's happened to me ever since I was a teenager. The boy I took to prom had braces, and I went to kiss him, and a rubber band snapped and locked his jaw open, and they had to break his jaw in three places to put it back together. Damn, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, how does that ha- I, you know, I don't want to know. I don't want to think about it, honestly. Yeah, yeah. But Hawks is like, well, you know, maybe you are cursed, but curses can be cured. Anyway, I'm the cool guy around here. <laughs> I'm the cool guy, and if you want to fuck someone to death, like, to death next, yeah. <laughs> call me. Uh, and then the door opens that he's leaning against, and he just... <laughs> Falls like an idiot. Hawk has not gotten in, like anything good or fun in a while. I appreciated the Hawk content this time. Yeah, the Hawk tent this episode is great. It was, it was a relief that he was around to do something other than uh, deliver exposition with just a veneer of racist bullshit on top. They got a net different lady for that uh-huh. one. <laughs> uh, we're at high school now, and... The coach is telling a story about, you know, there was a racist white football coach and he didn't let black kids play on the team. But one time he saw a black kid that was so good at football that he had to let him on. And so if even a racist can let a black kid play football, then we have to let Nadine join the wrestling team. (laughs) So also at one point, the guy like and as the moment that he is over or like. When he sees that no one can touch him, he goes, yeah, that's my Indian. What? Yeah, yeah wh- he, he says, like, look at that Indian go. Uh-huh. Or whatever. What? I don't understand this coach's story. Yeah, I don't understand this story. A lot going on here. Yeah. There's also, like, the third yeah. black character with a speaking role. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he's going to show that Nadine's got the stuff for the wrestling team by having her beat the shit out of Mike in front of the whole wrestling team. You know what? I approve. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it is extreme. I don't like this Nadine story. Yeah, it's still the only thing that's not working for uh-huh. me. It is extremely funny that they that the everyone in the thing and like in the show and the show itself are just treating Nadine like she's a teenager. 
Yeah, I mean, they haven't said it, but the the impression seems to be that Jacoby's told them they have to indulge her fantasy to help her get better or something. But, like... You, like, there's no even, like, glances aside or anything between people. Right. Even, like, Mike, when talking to Donna, is like, man, this girl, she's just, like, won't, like, get stay off me. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. It's not like this adult woman came to the school and beat me up. Right, his complaint is not that she is, like, twice as old as him. It's that she beat him up and she is too strong for him. Listen, everybody understands that we all have to act like she's an actual teenager. Yeah, that's just, that part's understood. Everybody, We're just conceding Yeah, everybody it. is really helping her out with her neurological issues. Uh-huh, yeah. Psychological. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, uh... Nadine, she's going places. I feel like if you dug back into, like, Usenet archives of Twin Peaks fans uh, that were, like, posting about these episodes, you'd have, like, a, like, vein of people that were, like, getting into, like, muscle woman kink shit because of Nadine. Yeah, probably. Wow, I don't know, I liked that scene where she beat up Mike. I don't know why, it was weird. (laughs) It was great, I love the part where she killed him. Yeah. Yeah, the part where she does the fucking fireman's carry. Uh-huh. Yeah. She fucking ultimate warrior. Yeah. Which I don't think is how high school wrestling works. No, it's not. No. I don't think you're allowed to pick your opponent up and slam them onto the ground. Well, you are kind of allowed to do that. I don't, Just not like the way she did. Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to do a full body press over your head and like. No. Yeah. Well, actually, well, I mean, if you're strong enough, you probably could. I guess that's true. It's kind of you a non issue. Yeah. You can, it's just the thing is that the people, like, there have been defenses built against that. Right. That, like... You could simply climb down. <laughs> yeah, that people are just... But, you know, yeah. for this, it, uh, it just makes more sense. I guess it really also makes sense that everyone's accepting that she's a, a teen, because... Everyone else here is like twenty five. That's true. She's not the actor. Isn't that different in age from the other actors? No, not really. <laughs> like she's older, um, but not by that much. Uh, anyway, Mike is a coward because he just comes out here and says, "I got beat up by a girl. I don't want to be with a girl who could beat me up." Yeah, I don't want to go out with a girl who could body slam me, Donna. Coward. Coward. <laughs> also, I, I don't. I just realized I don't know what to think about it. That. Uh, Mike's full name is Mike Nelson. Uh-huh. Which is the same name as one of the main dudes from Mystery Science Theater. Oh, is it? Weird. <laughs> yeah. Like, the second host's name is Mike Nelson. And I'm like, oh, is that, like, a reference? Like, because, like, I know, like, the first guy is, like, Joel Hodson. And, like, yeah. that's, like, the last name isn't his actual last name. <laughs> it's, like, some sci-fi movie reference. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, they must have just done a Twin Peaks reference. And I looked up. No, that's his actual name. It's just Mike Nelson. Huh. Like, oh. Yeah, Mike goes. <laughs> Weird coincidence. Mike goes to Donna. He's like, man, she beat me up in front of the whole school. No one's going to call me Snake anymore, Donna. <laughs> She's like, no one ever did. <laughs> Bobby did. <laughs> Come on now. He's like, can't, can't you just tell her we're still going out or something? She's like, nope. Eat shit, idiot. Oh, no, fuck no. <laughs> Bye. Dipshit. Sorry, Mike. I'd love to help you, but I'm not on this show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't have any other plots. Yeah. I I only exist in this hallway at this locker to talk to other characters that get to do things. That's right. <laughs> we shot all of my scenes in one day. 
Uh, meanwhile, James just like wandered off and found himself in a different TV show. It's true, he found a portal. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> There's a reason I posted that with the episode this morning. He went into a different universe. Yeah, he, he drove that bike so far, he's just in an entirely <laughs> different narrative now. He's uh, just hanging out in like the guest house of uh, the the Marsh family, I think. Evelyn Marsh, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. He's just filling with tools, and Evelyn's weird chauffeur brother comes in. <laughs> What's this guy's deal? I wish I knew. <laughs> His deal is mostly to kind of look like Quentin Tarantino, but not quite. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I see what you're saying. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> is to like always look like he's giving you the stink eye. Right. Yeah. And just going like, I told him, I told her that I'd kill him someday. I'm still thinking about it. And we go, all right. That might. <laughs> but don't cool. quote me on that. Oh, Malcolm is this guy's name. Uh, yeah. He's like, oh, he is kind of in the middle of the scenario. You know? You're not wrong. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, her, her husband beats her all the time, and then she breaks some of his things, but that makes her beat her more. It's a vicious cycle, James. And you're trapped James, you don't understand now. how abuse works. Yeah. And James is like, well, maybe I, as Stuhl Hell said, maybe I can fix that. Uh-huh. I am a re- I'm a mechanic, after all. I'm good at fixing stuff. I can probably fix this relationship or something. I, but actually, I'll, I'll level with you. Uh, j- um, this metaphor got away from me a little bit. I'm very nervous. <laughs> I am supposed to be in class right now, but uh I feel like this rich married lady wants to have sex with me and it's got me a little mixed up. Like I want to, but also I'm scared. Yeah. My brother's just like, yeah. Okay, well. That- just don't do it in front of me. That's all I'm asking. L- listen, buddy, I'm here to give exposition, not hear your life story. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, alright, well, okay. Uh Cooper shows up with the realtor at Dead Dog Farm, and Irene gives him this spiel about, like, well, you know, the the urban legend about this place is that only the most depraved and the most pure of heart find themselves drawn to it, and most turn away, but some enter it. I feel like at this point, my headcanon is Irene learned who Cooper was in between their previous meeting and now, and she's like, <laughs> okay, I know the pitch to make him buy this piece of shit lot, and then I don't have to fucking deal with it anymore. I was gonna <laughs> At say least for another two months, he'll be in. Yeah, I was more just like, you know, I'm seeing just like the the worst version of this, uh-huh. uh, which is just like, oh, they cast another like native actress, yeah, and thus she is in tune with the mysticism. Sure, yeah, I mean, yes, you're right, like. This is just a crack house, right? Yeah, like this yes, is just one hundred percent. I yeah, I totally did not see this as being like the the real life version of the White Lodge. But I get where Molly's coming from. Like it's a similar spiel that oh, she gives yeah. to what Hawk said. Like it, it. Also, there's cocaine in it. There's cocaine in it. Yeah, it's sort of like a an analog. Yeah, but like. She just, like, gives the same spiel that Hawk did last time. Yeah. That's all. I, I see where you're drawing the comparison point, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just extremely done with this, like, brand of 
uh, like mysticism mm. coming now, from. I don't know where the rest of the show is going, Ashley, but I I feel like I can say this now that I have bad news for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I I looked up this lady's like credits and just like seeing nothing but old native woman. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or you know. Words that we don't use anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was just like, man. <laughs> like, you know, because there is such a large, like, like you know, larger than normal amount of people, of Native people in the Pacific Northwest. Right. And just like, of all the things that kind of bum me out about the show, that it's one of like the ones that's just a constant. Right. Totally. <laughs> I, yeah, you're, you're right to be bummed by it. Yep. Uh, Cooper is not bummed. He's having a ball. He, he loves yeah, cocaine. He... <laughs> <laughs> Cooper loves solving crimes and cocaine. <laughs> He's like, oh, there's fresh tire tracks here. There are criminals here. Oh, let's go inside. Oh, there's there's cocaine and baby laxative in the sink. Oh, my. Oh, Irene, we got to go talk to the sheriff. She's like, all right. Okay, yeah, we could do that. I mean, maybe you could walk around, maybe decide if you want to buy it for it. No, okay. <laughs> no, okay. You just wanted to do some crime kinda, research. I'm, like, <laughs> this is a commission-based job. I kind of need to make sales to... No, all right, okay. Mm-hmm. You're the one that wanted to come out and see? Okay, that's fine. Uh, yeah, you kind of just dragged me out could here. Have, for... uh, could have spent my afternoon with a more serious buyer, but uh, that's fine, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh... You know, Dick Tremaine is uh, actively tempting death. <laughs> uh, he is having... Listen, I know how this sounds, but I think Dick Tremaine might be right in this instance. <laughs> He's got his car jacked up, and he is having the world's hardest time getting the lug nuts off of the tire. He doesn't understand that you have to undo all of them, I think. I think that's where his problem lies. He's like, he takes one out, and he's like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. Was this not the right one? He also is unscrewing them by hand when he has a wrench right next to him. That is true. <laughs> He's just bad at this. He's like, why is this so hard? Well, it's because you're doing it the hardest possible way. Also, you have a child in the driver's seat who keeps turning the wheel on you and honking the horn. <laughs> it's really funny, actually. <laughs> in my opinion, it's very funny. Oh, no, it's pretty funny. <laughs> and yeah, eventually uh, Dick starts yelling at Nikki to get out of the car. And he's like, are you mad at me, Uncle Dick? No, no, I'm not mad. I just gotta fix no, this. Why would I be mad at you? Why? What have you ever done to make me mad? Anyway, go stand over there while I try to fix this goddamn tire. And Nicky does stand over there. He does not touch the car. But the car slides off the jack and nearly, like, crushes Dick's leg. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's fine, you know. Yeah, he's far enough away from it. The actor's got to be far enough away from the car that he's not in danger, so, you know. Yes. But, you know, it'd give me a scare if it happened to me. Oh, yeah, this is horrifying. Yeah. I have seen this happen. I'd be unhappy about it. Uh, yeah, no, and... Luniki <laughs> just kind of, like, looks back and smiles almost. <laughs> he's, he's, like, shocked. He's horrified. Well, no, he... Yeah, no. He looks back first before the thing falls. Oh, that's true. He looks back and smiles and the thing falls and then he's horrified. You're right. Yes. So perhaps he has devil vision. 
Perhaps he is Damien. (laughs) Gonna find out he's like Lana's estranged son. He, Bob has has come into him. Oh no! Uh, but yeah, so, like, Dick sort of consoles Nikki, and he's just like, oh, it's okay, I'm alright. I I got bad vibes about this kid, though. He, um, man, that wheel coming off, I get. Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck happens there? Yeah. It just kind of shifts. It just kind of shifts, and yeah, the wheel falls off. It's, the the weird thing to me is that the the wheel fell off. Yeah. But whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, because because fucking Damien over here, uh-huh, his little Nicky, <laughs> yeah. Adam Sandler yeah. himself. Uh, he goes, hop, 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 hop. <laughs> and then the car, the wheel falls off. Uh-huh. Uh, Truman and Cooper meet with a colonel in Truman's office who wants to talk to them about Major Briggs, and he's just like, "So, uh, Cooper, was there any kind of?" Wildlife out there when he disappeared, like owls, maybe. <laughs> this part fucks. <laughs> I do like this part. Just like it's just very good to see like a like because it's one of those things where it's like when you you know see like the general, it's like okay, maybe this dude is just weird, right? Yeah. And then, like, oh, all of you are yeah, like all this. the army guys are this way, in the same way that all the FBI guys are stand users. Yeah, the, like, the where... thing is, it always owns when a when an army guy comes in and says, "You don't understand the power we're dealing with right now." <laughs> uh, yeah, this is you know national security. Major Briggs's disappearance has issues reaching far beyond national security. It'll make the yes. Cold War look like a case of the sniffles. Yeah, I think, yeah, this guy's just good at his job and just, like, he's, like, you know, like, the, you know, like, oh, did you see any owls? They're like, oh, is this about the White Lodge? That's classified. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he also um, explains that those messages that Cooper got, you know, that they received uh, from their, you know, monitoring station or whatever, didn't come from deep space. They came from the woods. Yeah! Yeah! Let's go! I I like this a lot because it's way... I I kind of thought the aliens thing was corny, and I like it so much better that there's some weird ghost in the woods sending messages. Yeah. Both are great. Well, that ghost is sending messages to aliens. Well, that's what the <laughs> army guy thinks. I think the ghost might have been sending messages to Cooper on account of he said Cooper's yeah, name he, a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> he knows that Cooper talked to him. Yeah. Uh, and he's just like, well... It's actually Gordon Cole echoing <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> Cooper! I'm in the... W- I'm, st- I'm stuck in the woods! <laughs> Cooper, can you hear me? <laughs> There's owls! <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're just owls, though. I think they are what they seem. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, the most static in, like, the worst possible times. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, so that, that plot thread's still a-dangling. Um, and then, oh, right, we're back with fucking Evelyn and James. James has pretty much fixed up the car. It's all good. and He's got, like, the amount of grease that you have on, on you when you have to be hot after you've worked on a car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the amount of grease you have on you when a makeup artist puts it on you. Yeah. Yes. 
Like, when Big Ed had grease on him, it looks like, yeah, like, that seems like a dude who'd worked on cars. Right. Yes. And him and Evelyn are just sitting in the car, and he's like, your brother told me all about the situation with your husband. Are you afraid of him? Huh? Are you? Does he scare you? Are you afraid of him? Are, do, does, do, does he cause fear for you? And she's like, what? I talked to your brother, and now I'm a hero. I'm ready to smash. <laughs> she's like, hey, James, mind your own fucking business. Yeah. Like, what if instead we make out in your husband's car? She's like, that works too. <laughs> and then she's she, like, yeah, he's that like, is ah, why I brought she... you home. You solved it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I also cheat on him in addition to breaking some of his things. Don't worry, though. My girlfriend got murdered by her dad. It was real fucked up. So I know about scary things. <laughs> yeah. And then my other girlfriend. Well, she's not a character anymore. Then my other other girlfriend also got murdered by her uncle. Yeah, it's been kind of rough for me, actually. <laughs> I I guess I just live here now. <laughs> yeah, also, I guess I just live in your guest house. I'm just a living mechanic. That's fine by me, though. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Life's weird. But they're interrupted because her husband is home, and. Uh, that's really all that happens in this scene. James is like, oh shit, it's her husband. Dang. Um, and then we're back at the Great Northern, where Bobby is coming back with some pictures he took, and Audrey's here to flirt. That's right. Yeah. Hey, who's Shelly? Do you do, I feel like there was a character named Shelly on this show at some point? Can't remember. No. Uh and yeah, Audrey's just kind of teasing Bobby. He's like, no, I got a job with your dad. And I've got the photos he wanted. I'm doing a good job being his new crime boy. Audrey's like, oh, okay, well, maybe you and me should oh, uh, yeah. do some business. And he tries to kiss her, but she kind of like backs away at the last second. And he's like, I, I, I like you, Audrey. I'm going to go talk to your dad now. Bye. Yeah. And she's like, all right, cool, I'm going to go hide in my... Cool, I'm going to go in my, my crime door. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go to... Remember my crime door? I'm disappear into the walls like I do. I just love that Audrey has and... crime doors. But only she seems Everybody to know about. Everybody in this fucking place has crime doors. Yeah. But I like, yeah, she's got a distinct network of crime doors, different from her dad's crime doors. Well, her, her dad's crime doors go to real rooms. Yeah. She just likes to live in the walls. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes you just feel like haunting your own house. I get it. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Ben is truly uh, going full midlife crisis dad and just becoming a civil war guy. It's so funny. <laughs> it. I mean, it's what so always good. happens to dudes of a certain age? They become civil war guys. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> he has got himself a little die. Uh, the slow reveal is so good because he's got. <laughs> Just yeah. a little diorama on his desk, uh, and then there's like a Confederate flag in the background, and like cigar smoke coming up from behind the diorama. And then as we zoom in, like he sort of sits up. He's like, "This is the Battle of Gettysburg, Bobby. Day one, Damn, the South is winning." And then he stands up, and he's got a fucking Confederate jacket. Yeah, he's got a full. He's got yeah. He's got the full uniform and his like jokey tie still. Yeah, yeah. It's so fucking good. What was it? Okay. So, anyway, I got the crime photos you wanted of Hank, uh, you know, meeting at Dead Dog Farm with some other guys I don't know. 
And Benji's like, oh, wow, okay, you actually, huh, you, you're actually an okay crime boy. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, and then he's like, how much do I pay you again? And, like, Bobby's like, you don't right now? Well, here's Bobby, the thing. Bobby, you are so bad at crime. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're so bad at you this. You could have said anything. <laughs> But Ben's an honest crimesman, so he gives him a nice $100 bill and tells him to come back tomorrow. I thought he gave money. him a dollar Wait, bill. Wait, is it a dollar? <laughs> okay, you know what? I, pref- I can't tell. I think it's a dollar, though. You're right. That's better. Is it? I, yeah, I, I like the idea that, like, Ben thinks that Bobby is, like, getting paid the big bucks. <laughs> He's just, like, getting him dollars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so... Bobby gets his money. He's like, yeah, come back tomorrow, and you've got yourself a full-time position. Bobby's like, all right, awesome. This, uh, my, my dumb plan yeah. actually worked. Cool. Fuck, man. Uh, and Audrey's just like, well, huh, hmm. Might have to steal hmm. those photos for myself. Uh, Pete's just really trying out the evil guy thing this week. <laughs> He's trying it on, seeing how it tastes. Might might as well be a little bit of a a weirdo. Yeah, hey, my evil wife is back. Maybe, you know, if I can't make her good, maybe if I can't make her better, maybe I should let her make me worse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, know, can't beat him, join him. Yeah. So he he toasts. And then we get through the scene, and he's like, you know what, actually, I don't think I could put up with the racism. Yeah, I, you know, the racism is a little bit rough, Catherine, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, Molly, like, looked at me after, as I was, after I was done watching, and was like, Catherine's a racist, right? Yeah! <laughs> I said Piper Laurie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I was talking to friend of the show, M, who said, well, actually, Mark Frost is kind of a turbo racist. I mean, yeah. So. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> but, I was just like, yeah. man. Catherine's kind of been involved in, like, a lot of the major incidents, huh? Yeah, that is true. It is also, yeah, I mean, no, no one is innocent of all the racism in, this, in the original no, show, God, no. but Mark Frost's books sure do double down on a lot of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I like, just assumed that, you know, he was racist from the stuff in the show, right. but I did not know a lot of... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not... I don't think... It may, I don't know fucking the secret history back to front. Maybe there's stuff I'm forgetting or don't know about. I don't think it's anything, like, new and terrible. It's just all the terrible things from the show, but more. And also, it's, like, 15 years later, or no, 25 years later, rather, so it's, like, not that it was excusable before, but it's even less excusable now. Yeah. And Pete's just like, maybe we're being a little mean, making Josie literally be our maid. And Ken's like, fuck her. Catherine is like she did have a hand in murder, you know, my brother, and also trying to murder tried me. Trying to murder me, yeah, and, and tried Pete's to steal like, my mill. Yeah, Pete's just like, yeah, hey, you know how it is. No, I don't believe it. She's nice. I'm in love with her. Yeah, <laughs> remember that. Well, and this, the interaction between Catherine and Josie, where Josie is just, like, seething with rage as she's doing maid stuff in her little maid outfit, there's a, much like many of the bad shit in this show, I feel like there's a version of this that's fun, but they're, they're, they're punching on Josie too much, and it's not fun. 
Yeah, like yeah. I like we were talking about last time, Josie needs to be more of a schemer. Yeah. And like showing that like you know, she does show that she is not a fan of this. Yes. But you never get the idea that like she's trying oh, to get out of it. Yeah, or that like even then, she's like, motherfucker, I'm gonna fucking... This scene would be better even if it was, like, the same scene, but shot so that it was focusing on Josie and making her, like, the POV character. So it's, like, seeing the ways that she's handling this and, like, maybe seeing, like, she slips something into her pocket to enact a scheme later or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like, she's just, like, staring at, like, the drink that she's pouring, being like, maybe... Yeah, or, like, yeah, she's cutting vegetables and just, like, considering the knife. Yeah, but, like, basically, ever since they reveal that she's working for some random white dude, yeah. it's, yeah, like, she is no longer an active agent. Yeah, not at all. And that really hurts her, like, both her as a villain and then, like, this whole thing of her punishment. Right. And it's also, like... We've spent a long time watching her get punished already. If she was going to come back, it needs to be like when Catherine came back and flipped it. Where she's dressed up in white face. Yeah, and- no, wait, no. <laughs> God. Uh, Cooper is talking to Diane. We get to know how he responded to Earl's chess move. He published it in the newspaper, but... Earl sent but. him his second move before the newspaper came out. My God. He predicted my opening move perfectly. He's toying with me. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> One day, Windermere will matter, maybe. <laughs> I still... I feel like we're going to get to the end of season two and he still will not have shown up and then, like, by the... the return, they'll just be like, eh, no one really cares. <laughs> right. Or he'll finally show up in the return. The whole return was to be like, hey, whatever the fuck was going on with that Wyndham Earl guy? <laughs> Why do we mention a character in the early 90s and then never do anything with him? We should figure that out. All, all of the comics are about Wyndham Earl, actually. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, he's also talking to Diane about Dead Dog Farm and like, oh... I think I think fate's guided me there because it might just hold the key to clearing my name. I hope it does because I'm super fucked otherwise. Yeah, because I'm fucked. I am probably going to jail because I'm not defending myself at all. You know that Diane is not listening to this shit. <laughs> well, you see in uh, t- t- Dale Cooper's autobiography, My Life, My Tapes, he explains that he likes addressing his tapes to Diane even when they're just for him because he likes the idea of talking to Diane. Christ. <laughs> I'm liking Twin Peaks now. You don't need to ruin it for me. <laughs> like that's not even like a particularly bad like. No, but I made you think about that dog shit book. Is the thing. <laughs> yeah. I like that he's rubbing his uh, bookhouse boy badge for good luck while he's talking to Diane. Yeah. Yeah. He's what he's thinking of is like if I get arrested, I may just have to get the bookhouse book. That's true. That's true. To bail me out. They, he's hoping for a end of Fast and Furious four yes, situation. Absolutely. 
then Audrey shows up and says, hey, I stole these pictures from my dad and they exonerate you completely. <laughs> and he's like, oh, sweet. Was hoping this happened. Yeah, he's like, oh, f- fuck, finally. Oh, good. Whoa. Thank you, Audrey. Check out, I did a good Man, job. Man, everything's yeah, coming yes. up Cooper. But also, yeah, Audrey's going, did I do good? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. And then uh, Denise comes in, and uh, Audrey is just... She is in shock, but not in the way that Truman and uh, this, Hawk were. This is the best way to play this. Uh-huh. This is great. Yeah, this rules. Cooper's like, oh, Audrey, I want you to meet Special Agent uh, Denise Bryson. She's with the DEA. She's like, they let women be agents? Oh, boy. And, and Denise is just like, more or less. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. In a way I that totally like reads, is... yeah, like a joke a trans person would make. Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel like that's not what they're trying to do, but it is what they ended up with, right. so it actually kind of owns. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Audrey, <laughs> Audrey just decides to give plant one on Cooper's lips, because I guess we can never quite shake that. Well, it's because Denise is in here. Right. She's got to impress Denise, I yeah, guess. Yeah, she's like, oh, you, you, like I, now that I, I know that there are... Turf. Yeah. yeah, lady... Agents, like I, I gotta fucking <laughs> gotta assert myself. Yeah. And uh, so Cooper gives Denise all of the evidence that exonerates him that he's uh, picked up, and she, Denise is just like, "Okay, cool, cool, cool." Hey, so how about that teenager that kissed you, though? <laughs> it, Cooper's like, "It's she's eighteen, so technically, I was." She, Denise says exactly how old is that girl, and I thought it was Denise calling Cooper the fuck out. But actually, it's her being like, hey, hey is she legal? Because, I mean, dang. <laughs> yeah. It's, now, when you say it like that, it's terrible. However, <laughs> <laughs> the scene is fucking incredible. Yeah, the actual dialogue is, yeah, she's like, how old is that girl, Coop? Like, oh, Denise, I thought would have thought that these days you didn't like girls anymore. Like, well, maybe a woman, but I still put my panties on one leg at a time, if you know what I mean. I don't. <laughs> he just so... goes, not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> so fucking good. So I, great. You know, it's just, uh, you know, she's just a person. Yeah. When it comes down to it. Yeah. And I think that's what's coming through at this point. For sure. Yeah, like... <laughs> Yeah, just the phrase, I put my panties on one leg at a time, is so funny. <laughs> and, and just the delivery of, like, not really. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, Molly said this yesterday as we were talking about, like, the fact that no one else clocks her. Yeah, that is true. It's really like, funny does... that it's only the cops. Yeah. 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 And even then, not all of the cops. Right, and you just, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, totally, totally. So far, it has only been the cops. Right, right. Yeah, and it's just because they were introduced to Dennis, and then actually it's Denise now. Right, right. Yeah, I guess I guess technically none of them knew on site, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not that it matters. No, no, I get no, it. No, yeah, but like, 
it it helps that like we don't have the start of every scene whether it be like her meeting a bad guy or like a good guy uh like the person go like oh yeah <laughs> yeah everyone just kind of rolls with it yeah uh remember when ed and norma got to have scenes together that was fun hey i was like oh yeah ed <laughs> yeah love this dude don't you don't really do much here, but uh, yeah. You no, know, nice to see ya. Uh, yeah, Norma just sees that he's sad, just kind of picking at a piece of pie, and he's just like, "Oh well, shucks, Norma. I don't know. Remember when we were teenagers? We made all those plans together, and oh, then life gets started faster than you think. And well, I don't really like my life." She's like, "Ah, sucks, man. Anyway, I got stuff to do." Uh, no, she's nicer than that. She kind of holds his hand, but. Unfortunately for them, a man with a domino is watching. I love his little fucking domino so much. stupid little domino (laughs) keychain. It's so funny. Every time I see it, I laugh. Uh, I can't believe believe Hank, one of the underappreciated guys. Can't believe it. Uh, it has begun to thunder and rain because we need some moody scenes at the end of this episode as uh, Dick comes back to the sheriff's station because he needs to talk to Andy because he believes it's possible that little Nicky is, in fact, the devil. Yes! <laughs> yes! Which is the funniest fucking frame in history. Andy gets a fucking, like, superimposed thought bubble. <laughs> Of little Nikki in like I, yeah. a party city devil costume. <laughs> I looked for this image because it had to be the fucking like image that we used. Yeah, and like I had to go like a, a few pages into the Google searches, but I was like, no, <laughs> it, this is the only one. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't want just like a photo of Cooper and Denise. Right. Or, no. It is, I mean, it'd be hilarious no matter what, but also, like, that's just not what this show looks like. It doesn't do that <laughs> type of thing. It's, it is such a Simpsons bit. Yes! yes. <laughs> it's, it's bizarre, but, and, yeah. I also love that it's, yeah, like, it's almost shaped, so it's, like, supposed to be, like, oh, inside Andy's head. Right. But, like, it does not line up. No, well, they, gotta, they can't cover his face up. Well, yeah, listen, that dude has a, a big head. <laughs> they could, like, and, you know, a, a pretty receding hairline. Yeah. They could just have it, like, at the top and still work. That's true, that's true. <laughs> I wish they went the other direction and had little puffy clouds in a line connecting it to his head. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Doc Hayward has finished the autopsy on Doug Milford, and, uh, he died of a heart attack, and the marriage is like... And he's, he's just like, yep, the pussy was too bomb. <laughs> <laughs> the marriage is like, ah, oh, horseshit, he died from witchcraft! He's like, okay, well, that's not gonna show up on an autopsy, so... Yeah, I guess, whatever, man. I, I, I wanna press charges on her! Okay, well, she didn't do anything wrong, so no. 
So, so no. No. So go home, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just go. And like you're gonna let this murderer. You killed him with sex. Weird old man. Weird yeah. old man. Uh, they're escorting him out, and uh, Hawk and Lana come out of the other office, and everyone, all the boys, are just immediately stunned to see Lana. And Hawk's like, "Hey, uh, can you guys give me some of the uh, the alcohol we got?" Yeah, this is another one of those like weird moments at the police station where it's like, "Oh, this woman is suddenly the most beautiful person to ever exist." Yeah. She's a pretty woman, but I feel like she is about the same level of pretty as every other woman on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get this. So, yeah, it's bizarre that everybody immediately just starts fidgeting and gets goo-goo eyes over her. Uh, <laughs> I like Hawk just be like, hey, guys, kind of busy here. How about you? Uh... I kind of wanted him to just, like, <laughs> close the door in their face. Like, no, 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 Hawk wins today, baby. <laughs> uh, but that's not what happens. Uh, Lucy rounds a corner and sees them all staring, and then it cuts and she rounds the same corner again, but they're all gone. It's weirdly edited. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it almost seems like I was a like, dream did Lucy walk into an alternate police station? Yeah, it's bizarre. Uh, but they are now all in the room with her as she is telling stories and, like, Andy's lovingly pouring her a glass of milk. Uh, like, Dick and uh, fucking Doc Hayward are saying the same poem in sync at her. And, uh, you know, maybe she actually it, is a witch and she's ensorcelled all of them. Oh, if they make her an actual witch. That would explain why they're all like this. Listen, if the little kid can be the devil, why can't she be a witch? I mean, Lucy's bummed out that Andy's serving her milk. Yeah, a tall glass of milk. Yeah. He's just got a tall pitcher of milk. And he borrowed that one number two's pitcher of milk. Yeah. <laughs> and also, he only fills up the glass like one third of the way. Uh-huh. Yes. I just, I recently listened to the uh, Blink Check commentary on uh, Winter Soldier. Uh-huh. And it reminded you talking about that. Robert Redford sip of milk. A single micron of milk. <laughs> so she's not as evil as Robert Redford in that movie. No, no, but, but she's more evil than the normal milk drinker. Yes. Uh, we cut over to the double R where Ernie is just... He's so sad sacky looking as he's eating <laughs> his chicken wings. He's like, oh, I'm, just, I'm just here alone eating my chicken. This this is me every day at lunch. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Denise comes in and says, hey, idiot. <laughs> Here's some pictures of you doing yeah. crimes and you're on parole. I'm a DEA agent. Uh, you're fucked unless you help us. Yeah, and he's just like, ah, shit. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, you got me. God, can I finish my chicken at least? And she's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> like, I don't think you're going to, like, Run away from me Right And they take uh, him back to Cooper's hotel room Where he's just like 
oh, I confessed to everything. I did bad things because I'm a bad man. But also they beat and tortured and threatened me and they were going to kill my wife. And I love my wife, so I couldn't. They're like, oh my God, we don't care. Yeah, they're just like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. But like the drug, okay. Right. The drugs, the- Yes, we know. Beat. Yes. Yes, we. I heard you the first the time. The drugs, though. Imagine you get somewhere where Denise says, them, "Shut up." <laughs> and then, like, do you now, like, you know, they gave me you know, four kilos to sell. Like, now, do you know someone that would buy that? And he's like, "Oh no, I, I'm just a, a, a normal businessman. I'm just a little I, birthday boy. I'm just a little birthday boy." But, you know, on account of the torturing and the beating and the threatening, but, I had to take yeah. it. But I would never know anyone like that. Uh, and then she's like, well, now you do, because it's me, baby. Yeah. Tomorrow, a buyer's going to come in from Seattle, and you're going to meet up with him at Dead Dog Farm. We're going to do a drug stain, baby. And then, yeah, he goes like, like, who's the, who's the guy? She's like, me. And he's like... Him. Yeah, like, you're looking at him. And he's like, you have a penis. Whoa. <laughs> but I got one of those. <laughs> uh, James from his guest room can hear Evelyn and her husband yelling at each other and breaking shit. Yeah, and then like the brother just shows up and he's like, yeah, it's the same shit every night. Yeah. I, I did like his shit just like, just mm. he's like, cause he's the husband's like chauffeur and he's like oh yeah no hey I guess I can't complain too much uh, my life before this oh it was real bad now I live in the nice house got a nice job uh, and Evelyn too she's learned a lot of things ah but it's abusive ain't it Dad, that's the wrinkle <laughs> it just I've been watching a lot of Sam Raimi movies recently <laughs> but this role just screams played by Ted Raimi. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I- like, do you need, like, a kind of weird skinny guy who's, like, seems like he's, like, maybe evil, but also maybe bad shit has happened to him? Well, you know, we needs an interesting word here, but we do want one for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, this is a totally different show. Uh-huh. Yes. James drove into the next channel. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. absolutely. Uh, so he's just like, ah. she made me promise not to do anything to him the first time it happened, and I didn't. Now it's been like four years. I'm going to kill him someday. Just you wait, James. Just you wait. James is just like, don't ask me when, because I ain't doing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just going to nod still. Not tonight, though. Um, I, got, I got a thing. Jeopardy's on. I <laughs> got a thing. Uh, I just pictured this. There's no way that this would happen, but if James just kept on staying in this, and then like, eventually he saw Jade and Emerald, and it's just revealed that he's <laughs> in the fucking. He's <laughs> like, I've got into invitation to love. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be the good shit right there. <laughs> that's also a different show. Like, that's not the Twin Peaks kind of like supernatural. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, we cut over to the Briggs household where Betty is just <laughs> sitting alone in the dark uh, and Bobby comes home and she turns a light on and scares the shit out of him. And, and he's like, yo! <laughs> yo! Gabagool! <laughs> ah! 
And uh, he's like, okay, why are you sitting alone in the dark? Read a book or something, Mom. You're being weird. You're being weird. And she starts crying. He's like, oh, I get it. It's Dad, isn't it? Listen, he always disappears with weird top-secret <laughs> shit. It's probably fine. But yeah, it, it, this is just some of that top-secret jazz. <laughs> he does say top-secret jazz. And she's like, I don't know, not this time. And... Bobby tells the story about the the dream his dad has, but he's not as good at doing it. He's so bad at it. And he was like, in this big house, but like he knew the house, but like not some of it. And like I was there uh, and he, I was happy and like there was something about my future or something. I don't know. It was really cool when he said it. But like, you know, I think it means that everything's going to end up okay. Yeah. And she's like, mm-hmm. And then lightning strikes and uh, Major Briggs vents in. <laughs> yeah, the lights die and then come back up and he's standing there in a World War he's One like fighter pilot undertaker. <laughs> God. And his hair's all ruffled and he's got like a like the beginning of a beard going and he's like, I'm home, I think. Oh, how long's it been? Oh. I love this dude. Yeah, fucking, I will always watch some Major Briggs. Yeah, it, the fact that he just looks like a cartoon version of, uh, like, Amelia Earhart (laughs) is, like, one of the funniest things that has happened. (laughs) Uh, It is genuinely delightful. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, I mean, listen, I did all the bits from it from the beginning. You know, he tells Bobby, put out a, put out that cigarette, son, and go fix me a cocktail. And, like, yeah, like, this is definitely, like, the most, like, Bobby has seen. Like, you get the feeling that, um, like, the wife has, like, seen this shit before. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, like, sometimes he'll just, like, reappear and, like, you know, like, the lights will go off and he'll just be gone for a week. Right. Although, it, it, like, see, she seems shaken in a way that, like, this is the biggest one she's seen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah but, yeah. like, you just get the feeling that, like, this is, like, but that this is the first time Bobby has ever seen this and, like, the idea that his dad was in some secret mumbo-jumbo is just really becoming real. Right, right. Yeah, that's just, yeah. <laughs> Major Briggs went on a magical journey, and I can't wait to find out all about it. Yeah. yeah honestly. Uh-huh. Truly, yes. Uh-huh. Great app. <laughs> yeah, I'm... People are... Listen... On one hand, I do get why people get grumpy about season two. It's so much more fun than people give it credit for, though. It's great. It's I'm having a great time. Yeah, I was, like, fully... And, like, maybe this is, like, part of, like, why I'm, like, happy with this one. After Last Step, I, like, again, like, didn't, like, hate it. Yeah. But, like, wasn't feeling it as much as you two. And I was like, well, I guess I'm back to, like, being, like, the bummer on this this podcast. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that 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 is a role I can play on this. Yeah. I said, if you were, like, uh, super invested in, like, the crime procedural stuff and, like, the mystery, and if you're really invested in, like, the Laura Palmer storyline, 
I get why you would watch this episode and be like, what the fuck is this? None of, none of what I liked about the show is in it anymore. But it's, if you take it on its own as it is, it's fun. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a TV show. Yeah. Yeah, also, yes, people are just weird about. This is one of those media properties that people get weird about. Um, yeah. But good app. Good app. Had fun. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want some questions? I do. Uh, f- from at Crash Pit, if you inadvertently joined Forsen with an evil child, what schemes and or crimes would you commit? If I join uh, forces with an evil child? <laughs> yes. It's the problem okay. is I don't know if I can trust the evil child. They might be too evil and turn against you me. You have to trust the evil child. That's going okay. to be a part of well, it. Assuming the, the evil second child, half of it is... Yeah, yeah. As long as I'm also evil, they will work with me. Uh, if you inadvert... Uh, it, the second part to ask if it would go bad, which I feel like is inherent with the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to go bad. It's going to go bad. Uh, yes. The first thing that comes to my mind is you just convince the evil child to, like... You know, go into, like, a bank or any kind of public place, really, and, like, bump into somebody and, like, take the hit and sell it super hard. you like, hey, what the fuck did you just do to my kid? And get yeah, them to, like, yeah. give you some money or something. And then you just keep doing that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm just picturing that it's going to go the way... Uh, if- if you know the manga Monster. Uh-huh. I don't. Uh, this is, like, the opening plot of Monster, but... So this isn't spoilers. Okay. Uh, that... Uh, surgeon saves a kid f- after a car accident rather than, like, an important political figure. Okay, sure. And... They're like, oh, we're, you like you've lost all your, like political standing as, you know, like, to become, like, the next surgeon, like, general or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> and all of a sudden, everyone above him starts dying. Okay. And it turns out that the kid is a serial killer. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh, and is like, all right, I've repaired, like, thank you for saving my life. In return, I have killed the people who uh, have standed, stood in your way. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, kid. Thanks, murder child. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, so, like, the rest of the monster is the guy going, Guess I gotta kill that kid. <laughs> I mean, you know, I feel, just let it ride. Just let it rock, man. Who fucking cares? You're Surgeon General yeah, he, now. Yeah. He kills a lot of people. Oh, all right. Um... Yeah, but no, it would go bad. Yeah, it always yeah. does. Um, and th- this is uh, less of a question I think that we could answer just right off the bat. Uh, but I partly would just share it just because I really love the gift that's attached with it. Uh-huh. Um, most people would say Twin Peaks season... Uh, this is from uh, Madra 1983... Many people would say Twin Peaks Season 2 jumped the shark. What's your favorite alternative to jumping the shark as a phrase? I always go with monkey in the basketball because of that SVU episode where the bad guys try to smuggle monkeys by hiding them in basketballs. (laughs) 
Uh, the, the gif is fucking incredible. <laughs> yeah, I linked it. Yeah. Oh, God. There's like a whole ass monkey in there. <laughs> just comes out of the basketball gives you a little hug. <laughs> it's like a metal basketball or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What's a good, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of shows I've watched that have jumped the shark in that way. Um, like, I know, like, the another version of this is, like, Cerebus Syndrome. Uh-huh. Where a thing that was previously comedic gets super serious. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, like, I can think of, like, a lot of those instances. Right. But, like... Yeah, I don't know, like, any, like, alternate phrases. Yeah, because I'm trying to, like, the first shows that, like, jumped into my brain were like, well, The Good Place gets bad at a certain point, but I don't know if there's, like, a fun way to sum up, like, I don't know, it becomes about building a better jail. Hmm. Yeah, it's like, it, like, kind of loses the the plot of, like, the main characters. Right, (laughs) nothing is, like, singular as a guy jumping over a shark. Hey, why do people get mad about an episode where a guy jumped over a shark? That's cool. I think it's just because, like, that's where the, like, Fonzie became, like, less a side character and more... Like the main dude who's just supposed to be just the cool coolest all, time. all the time. Sure, that's fair, I guess. We need context from like sixty years ago for this, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Actually, like, I don't know how we, old Happy Days is. It's a little because it was like a pastiche of the fifties. Yeah, okay. so it's like, but it's not like that far away. I want to say it's like seventies. Um, Let's see. Anyway, uh, hey, I called it. Because, yeah, then th- we did that 70s show in the 90s. We missed the 90s nostalgia show in the you know, 2010s. We broke the chain. Yeah. No, I think they tried. Probably. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's eventually what led to the fall of the Happy Day gang cartoon. <laughs> sure. Uh, which I just want to say because I've recently learned this. Uh, the series focuses on Fonzie, joined by an anthropomorphic dog named Mr. Cool. Okay, alright, so that's a Fuck different yeah. show than Happy Days. <laughs> and his friends, as they are visited by Cupcake, a girl from the future who pouts a malfunctioning time machine. Sure, why not? Damn, Ron Howard only shows up in seven of eleven seasons of Happy Days? Yeah, he, like, leaves at some point. Yeah, because it became about Fonzie. Yeah, I was just, I'm just surprised. Yeah. It also had like, yeah, like five different spinoffs. Or yeah, I mean, it's a spinoff of uh, Laverne and Shirley. I think that's the other way around. Mm, now we gotta look. Happy days facts on this episode. Happy days facts. <laughs> <laughs> a break from the usual Seinfeld facts. Yeah, listen, we uh, have to another... is the spinoff. Yep, Luke, nope. sorry. All right, I lose that one. Mork and Mindy is a spinoff of Happy Days? <laughs> yep, Mork was in an episode. That's bizarre to consider. <laughs> yeah, like like I'm saying, it's like a weird amount of yeah. spinoffs. Uh, but yeah, that's it for questions. All right. Oh, there was one from the Discord, because I was demanding questions. Okay. Oh, okay. 
Uh, and Icy Shadow asks, what do you think about annoying kids in media? Personally, I hate the trope where a kid just fucks over some adult, but they can't do anything about it because they're a kid. I'm generally not a fan of that trope either. Yeah, I said it's yeah. kind of boring. Yeah, it, it's it's something that's definitely made for kids, right? Because it's like ah, if only I could do that. It's working yeah. for me so far in Twin Peaks because they built the foundation of uh, having Dick Tremaine around for like ten episodes, and I fucking hate him. So it's fun yeah. to watch. So it's him. great when you see bad things happening, right? I'm ha- but I can also I don't remember how long Little Nicky is like a thing. So that well might end up running dry if they you know go to it too much. Well, they but... at least have to investigate whether or not he murdered his parents. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm extremely sorry, but one of the uh, Happy Days uh, spinoffs is a did mother order uh, keeps order an apartment complex shared by Las Vegas showgirls. All right. All right. It lasted less than one season. <laughs> Imagine. Wait, was that the full title of it? Uh, no, it's the full, like, that was the plot synopsis. Okay, that's what I thought at first, but then when you didn't say a title, I'm like, wait, was that? The- <laughs> it's called Blanksy's Beauties. Okay, all right. God, what a weird thing. Uh-huh. TV's weird. Oh. Yeah, and also, yeah, not a question, but most people are just talking about me, uh, my dad. Uh-huh, everyone's very, uh... A lot of people talking about your dad's baseball dirt collection. Uh-huh. Yes. Which, yeah, I guess I did never considered it to be a weird thing. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I don't think it's that weird. It's weird, but it's not, like, the most weird collection I've ever heard of. What's the most weird yeah. collection you've ever heard of? I don't know. Don't put me on the spot. <laughs> I just don't think it's that weird. Sure. I, th- I think it's a little weird. It, yeah, I'm not saying it's not weird. Sure. It's about as weird as converting your office into a Civil War battleground. Yeah, I don't know if it's uh, as weird as anything your dad's done. What? Listen. As is being proposed here. Has anybody said at any point that my dad's not a fucking weirdo? Well, you know, the, the, the initial tweet was uh, the, the shock of that versus the shock of anything your dad's done. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, my dad, like... I guess, but it's only because you know a lot about Luke's dad. That's also true. My dad did, like, yeah. accrue a significant amount of debt buying uh, dirt to build a an elaborate fountain pond system in our backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I knew that yeah, one. Yeah, I've talked about it before. This is very funny to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, He'd show up also, at the, the just, quarry at like 4 a.m. Because, you know, sometimes they've got rocks they don't they want. You can just take them. Also, I should state for the record that he didn't have like a bunch of dirt jars. He had about like five or six. <laughs> I see. He, I, I feel like he should have taken one scoop of dirt from each baseball field, put them in a single jar, mixed it up, and now he's just got like all fields in a single jar. I I remember I did say that to him, and he gave me that look of you you poor naive child. You just don't, you don't get understand. It. Yeah, no, I even I right now I was like, you don't fucking get it. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm fully done now. <laughs> All right, Luke, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at SSJ Speed Racer on Twitter. Uh, you can find other shows that I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as uh, Idol on Playtest. It's an actual play RPG podcast. Uh, right now, when you're listening to this, uh, we're in the middle slash wrapping up Idol on Daft, which was our first uh, miniseries we're doing over the course of the spring and summer. Uh, next up will be Idle on Spice, based on the Spice Girls. Molly, you're playing in that one. I sure am. Yeah. I need to start editing that first episode. You sure do. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what release schedules look like. I'm t- t- Teenagers with Attitudes, a Power Rangers podcast. I'm on sometimes, but not a little more frequently lately. I'm doing one of those yeah. this week, so who knows when that's coming out. Oh. I think we made plans to talk about the Animatrix finally, so look out for that. Oh, okay. Yeah, over on fucking MCU Complete Me Presents, The Matrix Has You at Hello. Yeah. I messaged Crystal like, hey, we've been talking about doing Hulk by Ang Lee for literal years. What if we finally did that? And she said, no, no, no. We gotta finish up The Matrix first. We gotta watch The Animatrix. That is kind of true, though. You do gotta watch The Animatrix. I guess we gotta watch The Animatrix. To taking that final flight of the Osiris. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Ashley. You can find me at Yearly Bear with an underscore Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Uh, and you can also uh, find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley, Give Ashley your, your fucking, fucking money. money. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly Y E R. You can find me at audioentropy.com. I need mail.com. Uh, there is a new Amory score out when you hear this episode. There's also going to be a new journal updated out when you hear this episode. So you really, if you like Molly content, it's it's feast in time. Hell yeah. Um, that Amory score is really good, by the way. Nice. <laughs> um, and you go to audioentropy.com, hit that donate button in the upper hand corner, give us a little bunny for the website, just a little for the hosting. You know, yeah, just a little bit. Um, thank you to those who have, who's will, um, and leave us a review anywhere. You can leave us a review and give us the best rating you can. Thanks. Do it. Do it. Get us out of here. I'm tired of this show. Until next time. Put out that cigarette. (laughs) And make me a nice podcast. (laughs) I know we said that smoking is cool a lot in this episode, but you shouldn't do it. Put out that fucking cigarette. Put out that cigarette. Filthy habit.